And hello everybody, it's been another long time, though this one is not really my fault, but I'm not going to digress. We all know what's going on, I don't want to talk about it, that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> um, what we are here to talk about today is the last season of anime that finished up, uh, I think, like a week or so ago? About. I think it's been about a week yeah, we're on the second week of the new season right now, so uh, yeah, spring 2020, and um, again, this is a season that uh, technically didn't have this everything was supposed to. did not happen. We had like 24 shows this season. It wasn't a big crop. No, nah, it was not really that big of a crop at all, but there was a lot of good quality, I will say, Absolutely. and I'm very happy about that. So, you know, we're we're going to dive right into it, and we're going to start with... The best OP. Now, I'm going to start with my choice. Uh, Yeah, everybody knows who you are by now. If they don't, I'm sorry. If this is your first episode listening in, it's it's been a day for both of us. But uh, again, (laughs) (laughs) so first things first, we're going to go with best OP. And uh, best OP, I ended up choosing a top by Stray Kids for Tower of God. I chose this. Now, the song isn't anything necessarily that memorable to me personally, but it, the OP itself was very nice. Give you a really good perspective of like the entire world and everything that was going on. Not too many spoilers. And honestly, all over, overall, just a really good, um, set is a <sighs> very visually strong opening. Um, yes. Yes, it is. Because I'll be honest, I've forgotten pretty much all of the song already. <laughs> uh, but that might have to do with the fact that I skipped it most times, so. Yeah, no, like, this season, even though there wasn't a lot, with there not being as much to um, watch, there was also not as much of a push to watch everything, if you get what I mean. It was very, it was a very hectic season, despite there not being that many to do. But overall, I mean, like, Tower of God had a solid opening, solid song. It was very e- it very easily, like, set the pace of the show when it needed to. So that was really good, and that was good enough in my book. Now for Valk? Um, I went with Kaguya-sama's opening, Daddy Daddy Do by Masayuki Suzuki, featuring Ayuri Suzuki. Um, I mean, do I really need to explain why I went with the one that had a song by Masayuki Suzuki? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> we've, we've talked well, about this man before and how he is dapper as fuck and he looks the way he sounds. Yes, uh, that is very rare. That is very rare quality. It is an absolute bop of a song. And as someone who's read the manga, watching the visual side of this anime's opening just made me just probably giddy is the right word um because there's stuff that was in there that i was like oh oh we're gonna get that this season we're getting that oh yes and yeah very very happy to see it all come together um yeah we're, we're gonna hold on dramatic, though. I'm, I'm still not sure if it beats out kaguya last one 
I mean, like, to be honest, it's very hard. It's usually pretty hard to beat out the first OP. Just to get off topic a little bit, one of the few shows that did that properly was um, a regular Magic High School. The first opening and the second opening were pretty leagues apart. Same with the ending. And the second core for both of those were much better than the first, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, that was, like, overall, the openings for this season were actually overall not that bad. A lot of them were really good. Some of them were more focused on the music as opposed to the actual overall setting, but um, they were all pretty solid. Now, uh, this we're going to skip soundtrack because, honestly, there wasn't much that had an overall good soundtrack for me on my side this season. And I, yeah, it's just like, it wasn't, it wasn't standout. It wasn't standout this season at all. This, this season kind of, Okay, mainly it's because we have a bunch of shows that are continuations. Um, so they're still using the same soundtrack as before. And the ones that aren't continuations aren't standout. And again, most of the music this season is carried by the openings and the endings, it seems. Pretty much. Although I will say... Um... This next one that we're going to talk about, if it was just strictly based off of openings and endings, my best ending would get my best soundtrack. And my best ending is Kago no Naka Nitori by Uranus from Sing Yesterday for me. And let me tell you, that ending song, when I first listened to it, floored me. It was very, it fit the whole theme of the show. It was very slow, not like action packed. It's all about the character interactions and like, the biggest thing with this ending is that it changed a lot, even though it was a one chord. The song stayed the same, if I remember correctly, because it has been a while. But the imagery and everything that they used in the endings always changed. There was different photographs because the main character took photos. And like, there's a whole lot of other stuff. So that ending really stuck out to me. That was my favorite of the season. I really, really wanted to watch yesterday. But the... This anime burnout that's been building for a couple seasons is, you know, it hit me full on this season. And it was essentially just like, oh, God, I have to watch anime today. Fuck. And yeah. I just decide I'm not going to watch as many. I mean, it's not like it's a big season to begin with because everything <laughs> got slashed. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, um, this season, honestly, like, if there was ever a... Uh season to have a little bit of a burnout from anime this is probably the best season to have it because there's still a good really good crop of shows but just like not as many are out so you can kind of relax but uh yeah your ending kimi wa tenaniro by uh Otaki for uh kakushigoto uh talked about this in the mid-season review i believe um it makes me think beach boys Makes me think that, you know, late 50s to mid 60s kind of sound. I like that kind of music and I never get to hear it in anime and it was kind of fun. So this is a little bit biased and also I like the way it looks. It's a fun ending. Uh, the animation in uh, Kakushi Goto is actually very good. Um, oh, yeah. I liked, I enjoyed that ending a lot, too. I didn't like it more than yesterday, saying yesterday for me, but that was, that was a very good one. 
<laughs> now to that, it's just like this show's gonna play with my fucking heart, isn't it? Yep. And if you didn't expect that, well, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Now I'm gonna let you choose do the next one because we both decided on the same thing. It's pretty. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to start noticing some bias on my part here. Um, see if you can figure out which show I really like. <laughs> do, 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 Best continuing. Okay, gonna... uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Because of course it is. You cannot beat Kaguya-sama. I'm sorry. The only way this show does not get Best Continuing again when it comes back in two years is if it pulls a food wars and just starts getting bad. Uh, don't remind me. Which, by the way, food wars <laughs> is starting back up. But um, We're, we'll uh, save that. We're gonna save that. One. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, no, um, Kaguya-sama was, like, it was good last season, and this season, in my opinion, was a very strong, like, arguably probably better than the first season. This and, season really doubled down on it, and it's also the point in the manga where we start focusing less on building Shiragana and Kaguya up, because we've spent pretty much the entire time building them up with a little bit of attention paid to Hayasaka, and now we get to see the supporting cast get built up and. Nico Ino comes in and she's fucking great. I mean, if you're in, yeah, the, she's been really good. If you're current on the manga, um, time to pick a side. But I think you know which side you should be on. <laughs> All right, that's enough of the spoilers for anybody who doesn't know. So <laughs> we have fucking. Oh yeah, we actually did forget the blanket spoiler warning. So spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, you know what, it's, it's fine, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, Kaguya-sama was very solid. The animation is top-notch as usual. The na- the na- uh, the narration is arguably probably my favorite part. The narrator I, just sells that show so well. He does it so well. I love the way that they use the narrator. He's not there for just, like, a couple things. Like, he's, he's, he's very so intimately is. part of it. Plus, his voice is so, so, so nice. Like, in terms of, like, He's Dr. Giovanni from Fire Force. Yeah. So, all right, let me me put it this way, right? When you have voices that you want to listen to, everybody's always like, oh, dude, if if you could just sit me in a room and make me listen to Morgan Freeman for 24 hours, I'd do it. No problem. This guy's the Japanese Morgan Freeman. It's pretty damn, he's pretty damn good. Now, not to say that Morgan Freeman's the best, because I've heard some people... That made me feel some type of way that I had never felt some type of way before. That made me question everything that I was. The thing with Morgan Freeman's voice, though, is it's got a little bit of that salt-of-the-earth sound to it. Yep. So, it doesn't sound, you know, like some very rehearsed voice that has been practiced and practiced. It just sounds like an old man talking. Spitting out his life's wisdom. And for anybody like me, you know, like, when an old man talks, like, especially if they're a really cool old man, a man you know has the wisdom behind it, when they talk, you listen, and then you you just learn a lot, and you just enjoy the way they talk, because they, they drop some knowledge on you. But, um, there's not much else to say about Best Continuing. 
It's where we get to best new series that it gets pretty interesting. See, my choice is pretty standard. I chose Tower of God, and I chose it because um, one, it was I was hoping it was going to be it, so I was going to be a little biased if it was. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I am really hoping this uh, manhwa kick like really takes off with Crunchyroll, and it did. Like they did a pretty solid job. Hey, now, granted, yeah. I'm, that's a whole different oh don't even but um i will say there were some slight modifications that they did to the story which granted it is what it is yeah, i know to um, modify every story if you're changing format i mean you have to manage to properly fit it into 22 minutes a week Pretty much. Yeah. So there's there, there's a lot that there's a few things here and there that they changed. I believe they cut out quite a few things, but overall, I was floored by the way that they were able to transition it. And my biggest thing, I love that they went with the complete unique way for the animation, as opposed to trying to do a standard like real crisp and clean. This animation really looked like really dirty like not necessarily dirty but it was really rugged and like it looked a lot more like it was you know a hand-drawn thing i'm not saying that anime doesn't look hand-drawn but it didn't have that usual polish and there was a bit more detail in things that wouldn't usually get it and they simplified other things like i mean you cannot say that Rachel's dress looks like there was any amount of work put into it. It's yeah. really just this super simple thing, but they put a lot of time into faces. Yes, they did. And that was very important. I think that paid off for them because um, I will never forget that bitch's face, but uh, her, her outfit, who, care, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody who <laughs> hasn't gotten that far, I'm sorry. You just gonna have to deal with it. Just ask, just, just, just know that whenever you talk to somebody who reads Tower of God and you ask them the most memorable thing that you could ever tell me, well, the first thing they will tell you 99% of the time is fuck Rachel. I was because at, fuck Rachel. I was at a July 4th uh, party. We weren't really, not really a party. It was literally just we go over at like 10 p.m. and set off fireworks. Um, but the conversation eventually got around to anime because it always does when you know most of the group has weed tendencies yep uh, to put it lightly and someone brought up tower of god and the first thing out of my mouth is fuck rachel <laughs> and, then and it's like everyone else was shouting fuck rachel and we literally did that for like three minutes it was like some weird cursing conga line or something yeah, no, honestly, like, when you when you look at it, it was like, episode 11 comes, and it happens, and, like, you're just like, what? And then you get the recap from her side, and then you're just kind of like, is this bitch for real? Like, is she serious? Like, bitch, that's, you gotta that's, carry your ass to the top! <laughs> like, at this point, like, that, that, that's all I'm gonna say, like... Fuck Rachel, that's fuck it. Rachel. That's that's all that's all we got to say. But yes, Tower of God was really good. And your best new series. Um only reason I didn't do Tower of God, well mainly because I knew you were going to pick it. Um but uh it it's kind of there are some things about it that are a bit more standard and 
Gleipnir was weird. It was weird. I liked it. Um. So yeah, went with that one. Um, it's got a lot of issues, but it was still one of the standout shows this season. Um, I just really gave it to Gleipnir on a whim because in Tower of God are both really the show of the season. Let's be honest. It's either going to be this weird thing or it's going to be the big thing. Yeah, well, with Glepnir, honestly, like, when I remember when I first read it and I really liked the concept that they were going for. I just never got a chance to follow up with it because it was like one of those like manga that I picked up while I was reading something else and then I kind of forgot about it. But like the concept, the characters... Like the biggest thing that I was looking forward to was seeing the uh, the main the main male lead grow as a person, because that's the kind of character he is. But yeah, I could definitely see why it would be uh, a second a, a good choice for best uh, best new series. Also, now, Claire is just fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a really she's good no character. Shits. She's a really she's a really like I don't give a shit. Like that's it. Like what's I'm good? not saying like, she's a good character. <laughs> but I love characters that don't give a shit about anything, and she does not give a shit. She does not care. No time yeah. for your bullshit. It was it was good. It was good. I really honestly like that that show. That show. All right, now best girl. We seem to be at an impasse here because we could not just. I chose something like out of left field. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys can all figure out who he chose. Uh, Go ahead. You know what? I know that everyone who has been listening to what I'm saying and has even put a foot into that series is going to know. Yes, this is what Reddit will agree with me on, but it's it's just objective truth. Hayasaka is best girl. Hayasaka I from Kaguya-sama. Because I'm, I'm not even gonna try to explain it. Because she just is best girl. She does objectively. A lot. She does a lot. I felt for her when they were in the hospital. I felt for her when they were in the hospital, and she just like looks at the breakdown. She just wants to die because Kagi is being obstinate. <laughs> She's being obstinate. Adorable, but supremely obstinate. Yes. Um, I went with Sophia Ascart from Re- Reincarnated as a Villainess, All My Routes Lead to Doom. Yes, I don't care. It doesn't... Same damn thing. <laughs> right? Same damn thing, And for anybody who might say I'm being wrong, technically I probably... I am because there is a difference, but I don't care right now. Now, I chose Sophia for like one really good reason and i loved the interaction of her and the fact that she was not only like spoilers if you haven't finished it but she was not only one of the best friends of um katarina clace but she was also the best friend of the main character from the previous life and i loved that little tidbit that they did like she wasn't necessarily reincarnated. She wasn't necessarily reincarnated like her. Just kind of like 
the shadow of her thoughts in that kind of world. It was very weird, but it was also very nice. And it was very, like, important because, like, there was something that happens in the anime where she becomes a really important thing that ha- that brings, that helps uh, Katarina Clace. And she is steadfast as her best friend. She doesn't really care about romancing. Like, all the other characters are like, I want her dick. She's just like, this is my best friend, and I love her. Sophia She's my best friend. is a fantastic little cinnamon bun. Yes. Easily the best girl in that show. Easily. It's so it's so nice. I really love her. Now, I'm really interested to see how things go with the show, because right now, the the first core of it ended, and from what I understand... Season 2 is already confirmed. Season two is already confirmed, and uh, in the manga, which I'm probably going to start reading soon, she has no clue what's going to happen from this point on, because she only played the game up until this point, and then that was it in the game. So now it's like, your choices, you don't know what the hell is going to happen anymore. Like, you knew before, but not now. So it's very interesting, and I really like that, and I feel like Sophia's just going to become even better. So we'll, we'll see. Now... Normally, I would let uh, Val take over for this one, but uh, I want to I want to talk about this one because this one, this one, this this one episode. Oh made me yeah, this is you. this is the episode that I was waiting for, and once I heard that season two was coming out, it's just like, wait, are they going to be able to fit it in? Are they going to be able to fit it? Oh, it's going to be close. And they fit it in they right did. at the end too. They right fit at the it end. in. So, best boy, unanimous decision, was Ishigami Yu from Kaguya-sama. And the reason being is that you get to see what Ishigami Yu was before he was as a character when he got into high school. And, like, he was he was a typical boy, right? Necessarily wasn't that, like, popular or anything, you know? Like, he had a crush. Like, I'm not gonna spoil too much, but he went through a lot and he 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 went through more pain than anybody nobody should go through in the in his situation particularly and he took the high not only did he go through that he took the harder route and kept all of the blame for the situation and didn't blink an eye it was just hated by a lot of people and the people that supported him oh just like uh, uh, when I saw that, when I saw when she, when when one particular girl stood up for him behind his back, and vice versa, I love that. I love that little dynamic that those two have, and seeing Shirogane in that last scene was so so great. I really, oh man, it was such a good scene. I oh, love dude, Shirogane. The bromance between Ishigami and Shirogane is top tier it really is like Shirogane they have each other's backs through thick and thin you can just tell yeah and I also like how Kaguya-sama really kind of looks off for Ishigami too Kaguya like their relationship it deepens so much in the manga like it's not like you know oh she's going after him now no it it's very much not that um but she very, very much looks after him now, and she's totally in his corner. 
Oh, yeah. Like, anybody who would argue that could not argue that at the end of the uh, episode 11. Yeah. It's like, when you watch into episode 11 and you see the way that she talks when she's watching this particular person leave, you know, you know she had something to do with what happened. You know she had something to do with what happened, despite what uh, Hayasaka said. I personally believe she had a lot to do with that situation outside of Shirogane because Shirogane also got involved, but still, like... The whole student council did. Yeah, like, I was very I was very happy with that. Like, I shed a manly tear. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I was... I was about it. I was about it. I was so happy for him. That was a really good point for Ishigami. It, we have to give credit to uh, Suzuki Ryota-san, the uh, voice actor for Ishigami, for that absolutely perfect line at the end. Yep. Urusei Baka. Yep, that which was very nice. just so happens to be the name of his segment on uh, Koku Radio, which is the show that the voice actors do it's the net radio which i have to wait because i don't know enough japanese to translate it myself plus they all have very nice voices but now moving on best character dynamic now this is pretty interesting because uh on one end you have who i chose and you have like we chose character dynamics that make sense as to why they won but uh for completely different reasons. I chose Kakushi and Hime, the father and daughter from Kakushi uh Kakushi Goto. I chose them because whenever I watched that uh, anime, I looked forward to the last like minute or two because at the end of every episode, there was always like a little little bit of a like 30 45 seconds where it was just him and his daughter just shooting the shit and going over things that happened the entire day. And, like, it was very nice. I really enjoyed that. That's why I chose them. Those two are an excellent dynamic. Um, Only reason I didn't pick it them uh, really was because the dynamic felt a lot like it was kind of a you know oh i'm not gonna really bother my dad too much because he's a busy man he's got a stressful day and then he comes home and does what he can to provide for me and make me happy and it just there's clearly love there but it felt a little bit muted if you get what i'm saying yeah, I mean, that's the, there was a point to that, you know. Hime was meant to be, you know, the quiet, convenient kid that her dad would just fall head over heels for, you know. But yeah, yeah, that, that's literally the only reason. It's still an excellent choice. Um, now for you, Hayasaka and Kaguya. <laughs> I guess I'm a love is war because I mean really Hayasaka has to deal with so much of Kaguya's shit while still maintaining a professional face and you really feel for her <laughs> she's just like oh really wow didn't see that coming and Kage is just being obtuse as always because she overthinks 
everything. And sometimes the overthinking even gets to Hayasaka. Yeah. <laughs> She's so used to Kaguya overthinking things that when Kaguya doesn't overthink it, Hayasaka does it for her. Oh, uh, that... The... <laughs> Alright, so my favorite th- my favorite um connection between these two in particular has to be the episode where Hayasaka gets challenged by Kaguya to get yes. shit or not to fall head over heels for her. Yes. That was you a said really- he could do it in a day. Like, you see she puts the effort into it and like she low-key like sort of like catches a little bit of a love bug but then like immediately it's gone and it's kind of funny to watch because it's like it's not like a love bug where like oh shit i got feelings for sure got it now it's more of a damn it i could have i could have did it i could have did it if i had more time it's more of a competitive thing and it was hilarious to watch because she did she had an excellent plan it's just that shirogane is uh if shirogane and kaguya had not been playing this game for as long as they had been, Kaguya would have lost out right then and there. Yep. But they both kind of know on some level that they uh that they like each other and whatnot. So it, it, it is what it is. We know what's going to happen. It's just a matter of when and how. Also, I'll, I'll be completely honest. A lot of my mentioning Kaguya here is probably biased on me being current on the manga, but Oh, dude, Hayasaka gets so much development. She gets so much, and her relationship with Shiragane, with Shiragane gets even better. That's and good her to relationship with Kaguya gets better, too. That's good to know. Now, however, we are going to move on. We're going to move on to a personal favorite. Now, obviously self-explanatory. Um, obviously, you know, he chose Kaguya-sama. Obviously. Uh, don't, need to, don't need to explain anything about that. Me, I chose Sugu Sugumomo. Now, I didn't realize this was coming out at all. Like, I remember looking through the list and then I saw it and I was just like, is this for real? And then I saw it, I was like, yo, I didn't know how far they were going to be able to go. This ended up being my personal favorite for the season because it covered right up to like the big, big reveal in this series, like, anybody who's watched it knows what I mean. Like, they did it right at the end at 11 and 12. And it was very well done. The animation this season was very top-notch for the fights. I still wish they kind of cut tone down a little bit on the uh, etchy side, but, you know, it is what it is. These fights are amazing. The characters are pretty damn good. And when you find out who the big bad is and then you see them go at it, Oh man, and you see who dies, it's 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 a ride. It's a very good ride. And like the way they ended it, I mean like the series, the manga is still like going on and like there's a whole nother twelve to fifteen episodes worth of episodes that can be made from the manga alone from just the next arc. So I don't know. I'm lo- I'm hoping they are able to actually animate it because my next the next arc is actually my favorite of the manga. So we'll see how it goes. But um we're going to move on from that. And now, here we go. Best character design. Go ahead, Valk. Uh, BNA, brand new animal. Because Studio Trigger and that characteristic, you know, cell-drawn inking that they do. And it, 
it looks like it was made in like the late 90s you know it has that grainy look to it just as a show because this is trigger going with their formula that made kill a kill such a looker um yeah i just love the inherent roughness that it has and you pick tower of god which has a similar roughness to it but it's not the same i also i just really really like how trigger designs their characters they've just got this waiting to them and inherently you can probably just do the you know silhouette test and recognize them i mean they're strong designs you know that is a very good choice actually i'm not gonna lie to you because um damn shame i had to wait for netflix to post the damn thing (laughs) but also the fact of the matter is that um they cashed in in a really good time unintentionally i might add in the fact that everybody in the anime series in the anime fandom right now is currently borderline furries and i'm calling everybody out not wrong (laughs) i'm calling everybody out and if you try to tell me i'm wrong if you have watched b stars your argument is invalid yeah i want you to look me in the eyes and tell me you didn't enjoy b stars look me in the eyes dead in the eyes straight face tell me you didn't like b stars and i'll give you i'll give you a handshake and a dollar prove me wrong i'll give you a handshake and a dollar but does it count if you haven't watched <laughs> now that being said brand new animal brand new animals very solid i do agree with that choice um there's not much more to say about that one to be honest because they're all pretty straightforward now best art direction he went with uh i went with brand DNA new again. again i went with kakushi goto and I did that because I actually kind of like the style that they went with. Oh, yeah, that absolutely. That animation style and the art style is very easy on the eyes. It's very easy to replicate into a background, in a sense. It's also I, like... One thing I really liked about uh, Kakushikoto was um, how they sort of washed the color out a little bit. It wasn't much, but you could tell this isn't your regular highly saturated anime. Yes, it yes. doesn't have the same sort of cell shading look to it. No. And, like, because of that, the whole anime itself, whenever you're watching it, you'll always find yourself, you're kind of feeling yourself relaxed. Like, you don't feel... You, you just kind of feel laid back, and you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is surprisingly very relaxing. Like, very relaxing. Usually, Surprise. when we talk about art direction, we're talking about you know visual spectacle and all that sort of stuff but it's not often we get to talk about a show that's just good to look at yep i mean it it just is it's this simple art style it doesn't look like it had too much time put into it but it's super good for telling a story this is exactly true and that's they did a phenomenal job with it the anime like Everything yeah. they put into the animation style with this is phenomenal. And because of the inherent simplicity also allows them to, you know, flex a little bit when animation acts up. I mean, it, it doesn't give them, you know, a ridiculous amount of room, but 
it's a lot more animated than you think it is. Yeah. That's that's really all it is to it. Like it's it's very easy on the eyes, and that's you don't get a lot of anime like that these days. Even like a uh, fruits basket, it's beautiful, but it's very strong visually. Like this is like more smoother. It's more like like you said earlier, simple. Like very easy on the eyes. So that's that. I mean, best animation. I I looked and I thought and I really was gonna think of something else. But in the end, Kaguya-sama... You cannot deny the flex of Kaguya-sama. The animation in Kaguya-sama was absolutely flawless. Mm. And I think the the biggest reason I ended up choosing it for um, best animation is during the Ishigame Yu part, the animation from episode 10 up until the end of episode 11, where the faces of all the people that he's in the the group with, when it changes from them being faceless to having facial definition, it felt so smooth, and it felt like you were literally viewing it from Ishigami's point of view. And it was like, that That was very nice. It was yeah. very well done. Because like a- his whole thing is, you know, he's the social reject, so, you know, there's no way anyone would accept him. It's His identity to himself is the social reject. And then they bring the eyes back, and it's, oh, they actually do accept me. Uh, yep, and I I love those that group that he was in for the uh, the cheer squad. They remind me of a certain group of people from Mob Psycho One Hundred. Yeah, yeah, that I, was the I, vibe I got from them. Now that you mentioned, I see it. I I do absolutely see it. Um, yep, like anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the uh, mus. What what were they called? The muscular the the the. The exercise, Let's just call them like, the weight training club. Yeah, they're, they, essentially they're the weight training club, and they are just a bunch of dudes who are like uh, basically if you want to see the definition the of guy, the gym bro, they're the definition of the good guy gym bro. Like it's, the guy who walks over, he's like, "Yo, bro, I see you working on some weights, man. You know, but you're doing that wrong. Here, let me teach you. Here, let me be a bro. Let me, you know, walk you through this, make you feel comfortable. You know, cheer you on so you can get through your first few reps. Like, you know, I'll be here tomorrow, dude. I'm gonna be doing legs. I'll show you through how to do it safely. Like, seriously, as someone who goes to the gym regularly, that is absolutely what gym culture is. Like, people who aren't, you know, strong. Or in shape, a lot of times they're like, oh, if I go to the gym, I'm going to be stigmatizing it. No, you're not. You're going to find the friendliest people ever who want you to be there. And they want to see you improve and they want to help you. And I can't tell you how many random people I've spotted on bench. Like, it's just a thing we do. Yep. We just help each other. And there are some people, you know, who don't who are like what you think might happen like they try to they sit there and they joke about this like oh look at this guy on the bench he can't do anything right blah 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 it but then it's happen. like it it, it 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 doesn't happen enough and it's a good thing that it doesn't happen enough because like a lot of people are afraid of that and like if it does happen there's always somebody there who probably notices and walks over to that person to kind of try to help them make it feel better because they know that these people hear it you know so it's like I, that's that's why I really enjoyed. That's like one of the things that helped me. That ended up making me choose Ishigami Yu because that that cheer squad they were they were bros. They were bros, and Let's get I love back that. To the animation side of things, but yeah, um, the show I actually had to look into it a little bit. Um, they 
did a whole bunch to stretch the budget out. Like, it's amazing the level of quality that they managed to keep because all the big, you know, scenes with Kaguya and Shiragane playing their game with each other, you know, those clearly took a lot of time to animate properly. Um, and also, specifically, uh, we have to give a shout out to uh, Nishioka Shinobu-san, um, also known as the animation gal who has some ridiculously specific job titles. Throughout <laughs> this show. Because she does. Um, let me... Here's a few of them. Uh, so this season, she was the renowned Dr. Supervision, also known as she was there specifically to handle the doctor that was dealing with Kaguya's crap. Um, last season, she was credited for Fujiwara rap supervision, elite for <laughs> ramen supervision, and she is also uh, credited but unlisted as animator who made sure Fujiwara looks the most dangerous. That's actually hilarious. Actually Once hilarious. I found out about that, I had to give this wonderful woman a nod because, oh my god, when you're able to have such a niche role... <laughs> I'm pretty sure her niche roles were very big points in the show, too. Oh, they, so. are. they are. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, there was no dumpster fire this season. There will be so, in this summer season, though. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got a bunch of material. Ah, oh, man, I'm not looking forward to this at all. <laughs> it's going to be good. And um, last per minute, this was actually very difficult. Because, like, well, for, for me, for me, hey, I ended hey, up choosing. I, I didn't want to pick the one that I did too many times, but I kind of had to. <laughs> Yeah, Kaguya-san was actually very hilarious. But for me, the funniest one for me was my life is my next life as a villainous. And I chose that one to eke out Kaguya-sama because Katalina Clace is a complete and utter airhead. Oh my god. And it is god, absolutely is. beautiful. The thing it's is absolutely beautiful. I don't so much find it funny that, you know, people are attracted to her, because honestly, I don't understand why. People are attracted to airhead characters. But when you make the airhead be the one at the center of the harem instead of one of the members of the harem, it is absolutely hilarious. Oh, it's actually absolutely hilarious. And it's like, because like she, you're sitting here, you're watching her, and she's sitting here like, how am I going to avoid dying? right that is her goal for this entire show she's like i don't want to die she's the bad guy in the show i don't want to die why did i get reincarnated as her uh so she she does like she does things but then she also stays true to who she was from before and the biggest reason i ended up choosing it is because like while it was while it still had a lot of laughing moments they're, they're all very natural in a very non-comedic kind of way so it's just like, you're laughing, and it's like, this isn't a comedy show necessarily. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny, but it's like, it's not like a heavy comedy. And that's why I ended up choosing it. I, I, loved, the, I loved the way that it was handled. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Kage-sama, because it is just peak high school. Like, this is what high schoolers would be if they had, you know, well above average IQs. More or less. Literally just the whole thing, and it makes me laugh so hard when Kaguya is absolutely refusing to accept that she's in love. That whole scene was absolutely amazing. Like, that was... I probably... My second favorite scene. I want a second opinion. Kill me now. (laughs) Now, show of the season, not too difficult. Didn't get up on here a lot. Very and like honestly, it's mainly because like a lot of things just there were the with the with the selection and everything, just enough where a lot of other characters were able to do a lot of stuff because like I ended up choosing a lot of other stuff over some of the things like for best characters dynamic etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, Tower of God was overall the most well executed show, in my opinion. Very good, very well done great way to end it just in case they can make more of it but not like leaving you wanting more but not necessarily in a way where it's like oh that's such a big cliffhanger why'd you do this to us it's still a pretty big tease though oh it's a huge tease it it is a massive tease but it's a tease and not a cliffhanger and teases are easier to deal with than cliffhangers you want to go fuck that bitch up Literally, like you're you're sitting there when you when you're at the end of that, you're just like, yeah, yeah, let's go fuck that bitch up, let's do it, fuck race, yeah, that's 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 how you feel, that's how you feel, you know, like that's just how it is, and that's why I ended up choosing it as um my show of the season. Pretty straightforward. It same here, Tower God. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Also, I didn't pick Kaguya-sama because beforehand we decided that this category is for new shows only so yes this is for new shows only like shows show of the season is always yeah show show of the season is always for the newer show of that season no no continuations this is not continuations no cross core shows nada yeah now moving on there is a couple shows that uh notable mentions for me, shows that I didn't get didn't get a lot of um, notion. Uh, I really wish I was able to nominate Sing Yesterday for me for something else. Like I almost chose that for one of the animations as well because the animation is phenomenal and I love the character designs. But Kakushi Goto was just a little better, just a little better when it came to it's art so direction. Bad. And it's like that's not saying anything bad, but like. For me, Kakushi Goto was just a little bit better overall, and Kaguya-sama was just a lot clean, just clean. Oh, it, and it's absolutely great, especially um the Miko Ino uh, fantasy scene. <laughs> <laughs> that girl's imagination is absolutely beautiful. And they changed the way they did shading for that scene. Really, I did not yeah, notice that. They went with a binary shading for most of it, and they threw that out the fucking window for that. <laughs> take another look at now, it. I will I will have to take another look at that later. But um the second show that I was um I actually really wanted to watch, but it wasn't on Crunchyroll and I didn't get a chance to catch catch up to it in time. And then I forgot the name of it, the Nani Japanese name of it. Today. Wave listen to me. And the reason why I really wanted to give the show a shot and I was kinda sad that I couldn't is because of the premise of the show. 
well, technically, it, technically, the premise of a show is, um, you know, illegal things because you know you're recording me without my permission, but then you just kind of get a job out of it. So it's like whatever. But um, the it's show itself is off the something that I'm very do give it a watch. I want to give it a watch because, yeah, like you said, it looked hilarious. The characters looked very vibrant and very fun. And you can get that if you can get that information off of like the first art that you see when you look it up in, um, on Google. So that's that's for me. Like overall, the season was kind of short, and there was a lot going on. So I can't tell you that I enjoyed this in season as much as I have previous seasons. But I'm also looking forward to uh, the next season because the next season we've got some big hitters. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, there's a lot of big hitters. Um. One of the sites that I chose, one of the sites that I follow for uh, news for anime, made a very big point in that this season has three anime of the year candidates in it all at once. Although one of those anime of the year candidates I don't believe in, but you know we'll leave that <laughs> for another time. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. Um, for those who don't know, next season, which we'll we'll be covering soon, is teen romantic comedy snafu. My bay, I love that show. Undergaru season three, season two of Re Zero. More goddamn Sao. Jesus Christ, the first episode was rough. I don't even want to. Uh, no, I don't, you I don't. don't. Just don't watch it. Don't be me and have this masochistic streak where you need to watch Sao to shit on it. Yeah, it, it's it's honestly not it's it. really fun, but I cannot recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, not even my worst enemies. So, with that being said, that is it for this season. Uh, I do plan to be back on a normal schedule. I'm finally not as overcome, overcome by a bunch of other crazy stuff. And I'm also going to be throwing in some uh, game stuff because I've been playing some stuff and uh, you guys going to want to hear about it. But until then, I will see you guys next time. Toodaloo.